afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time of day you are listening. Welcome back to episode 14. From the guys over here in Blighty, back to back lyrical. Uh, got a good show coming to you today, but before we get into the nitty gritty of episode 14, let's meet your starting presenters. Uh, Ryan Slaughter, Birmingham City University, 5 for 485 pounds. Dan Hewitt. Five foot ten, 198 pounds, the U of life. Brian Walder, six foot two, haven't eaten bread in three weeks, so bloody hungry, but a lot similar to three weeks ago. Right then, gentlemen, since the last time we got together, what have you been buying, selling, looking at? Uh, let's go with you first, Dan. Uh, n- nothing, really, to be totally honest with you. I haven't picked anything up. I've entered a few breaks and um, seems to be... My recent forming breaks skunked in all of them, um, so not a great deal. Ryan, anything on uh, on your front? Yeah, so um, I got some. My Chase Winoviches finally came through, um, thanks to uh, me stealing Richard Budden's um, GSI, GISI account. Um, he also chucked in there a load of Titan stuff, really nice stuff. Uh, Eddie George Immaculate Auto and some nice patches and stuff. So I was very very happy with that. A couple of um, couple of additions, the Heisman Flawless. Um, apart from that, no, I've. It's sort of preview season, so I've been buying all the preview magazines ready for holiday to read. Um, and also the big screw-up with um, the tickets for the international games has really hit me hard. So that's me done for the month now. Have you managed to get tickets for two of the games, or are you going to all four this year? <clears throat> yeah, we didn't We didn't get uh, any tickets for the, the um, Spurs stadium games, just no chance which was disappointing but we have got um tickets for the Wembley um but those most people who may be aware that um basically they buggered up the direct debits so basically a lot of people can be paying rather installments two installments within the same month so um basically it's flushed everybody clean I think well NFL UK and their marvellous uh means of ticketing no one could get a chance to get tickets for Tottenham unless you wanted to pay well over the odds uh but that's going down another route that's going away from collecting. Uh, probably something we'll touch on when the when the NFL season starts. And we have got the guys over here. We'll be questioning yet again why they're not giving out uh, trading cards at these events to to drag people into the hobby because it's uh, definitely an untapped market. Uh, since we last got together, I checked my eBay purchases earlier tonight and I've not bought anything on there for three weeks. So... Uh, we've got the National coming up in two weeks' time, only uh, less than that now, about 13 days, I think, till it kicks off. So I've been hanging back from buying anything. Uh, I want to do a few chases out there. And as I said to you guys just before we, we started recording tonight, uh, I'm dangerously going to start dipping my toe into the baseball waters when we go out there as well. No, nothing too big, not going to start prospecting, but a couple of little set buildings uh, won't be going amiss. So, yeah, once we're out there, be, be blogging from there. Hopefully try and grab a couple of interviews as well. And, uh, yeah, it should be good fun, but we'll cover that a bit further in depth towards the end of this episode. Right, let's start with hobby news as ever. Uh, Ryan, what can you start us off with? Yeah, um, we've got coming up uh, in a few days the release of uh, Leaf Metal All-American Bowl Football. Um, normally, uh, this is a big one where we see whether we've got the sort of true prospectors, really, the long play game, um, if you will, in terms of collecting, where we've got the high school kids who have just entered, uh, going to enter into the college this season this season. Um, had a check of the checklist. Is there anybody that we can prospect on? Well, Nolan Smith, who's easily the top prospect in this class defensive end who's going to be playing for Georgia um, he is in it so uh, he's a chase um, and he's limited um, John Emery the top running back in this class LSU nope not in it Baylor Cup tight end Texas A&M not in it Jaden Hazelwood wide receiver Oklahoma not in it Jaden Daniels quarterback Arizona State the best dual threat um, guy to come out of high school not in it Trey Sanders however the top running back from uh, uh, who's at Alabama he is in it but he's most of his stuff is one of one um, so good luck trying to find his cards and Spencer Rattler who pretty much is a, a very very exciting prospect coming out of high school who's going to be playing for Oklahoma he's in it too and I would expect him to be the chase that's the guy that you want Spencer Rattler remember the name 
What position does he play then, right? He's quarterback. Okay. Always a good chase. I know that you brought up a couple of defensive players there, but is any defensive player, even in the NFL, are they actually a chase? Because not if you want to make money, unfortunately. No, no. Dan, what can you bring us? Right, so uh, over stateside, there's been an interesting find, and I was I was reading it in the news, um, the hobby news, and it kind of got me thinking, I wonder what else is, um, is about there. So um, a collection has been unearthed that was they've been handed down through generation to generation. Nobody's done anything with it. Um, they've just kind of left it in the box and passed it on to the next generation. Um, and inside were a load of baseball cards, um, including Babe Ruth cards and and what have you. Stuff that's n- like not even been seen before, not not believed to um, even exist. Um, it just kind of started me thinking. I'd love to go and have a rummage around some people's lofts and just seeing, just seeing what sort of what sort of stuff is in there. Yeah, that's what I do in my spare time: rummaging people's lofts. Yes, that is correct. Got a major loft. So, washing lines, stealing underwear from the Stoke on Trent area. <laughs> Lofty Dan. <laughs> I just thought it was. I just thought it was, it, it was like a magical piece of news that there could be potentially NFL cards out there that we don't even know that exist. Like we knew they were printed, but there's there's no known copies of them, if you like, and they could just be sitting there in a box in in somebody's loft somewhere. I thought it was a very cool thing. Yeah, digging around in like American Pickers style would, would would be quite good fun. I'm sure there is lots of stuff out there. I doubt if we did it over in this country, you'd unearth more than a, a couple of uh, back editions of Reader's Wives Christmas Special, which probably wouldn't be worth much money. <laughs> but enough of what's in Chris Guy's loft. So anyway, we'll move on from that one. Right, third piece of news. Uh, Dan, since we last recorded, you went to the MLB London series, the Yankees and the Red Sox. Uh, how was your experience over there, mate? Absolutely superb. Absolutely superb. It knocked spots off what the NFL is doing currently. Um, I did have a conversation and they said that um, the conversation come about that the first couple of games of the NFL were pretty were pretty good and they, they kind of went over the top with it. And whether that's going to be the case for the MLB, they've gone over the top because it was the first one um, and it's going to it's going to peter out much the same as the NFL does. They know full well they're going to sell the tickets so they don't really care what they do. Um, is debatable, but com- compared to the to the NFL, it was like night and day how, how well organised and and at the, as, as an event as a whole, what the MLB put on was absolutely superb. Because we touched on last time, they had some uh, some cards for sale in news agents and basically all around London you could get hold of them, but they also yep. released a set uh, tops now set for the London games what was on those ones then so there was there was there was two sets there was um standard tops now set which was open to everybody um and they are expensive but they included autos um pieces of um the bases were included as as relic cards and what have you Uh, but they also released a uk specific one uh, which again was expensive for what it was because they're essentially just base cards to you and me and there's nothing on them, no autos or anything like that, but they were a, a specific UK set that, that American people can't buy and what have you. So um, they were they were a really nice thing, really nice thing. Yeah, going on to the the MLB cards that released over here, a uh, friend of mine at work, he, big Yankees fan, took his nine-year-old son with him. They went to both the games and he saw these cards there and he, he picked up a set, but he also went to the, the London Mets training day because his kid plays there. And some of the Yankees greats turned up and they gave out some cards and he took some old baseball cards he had and got them autographed there. Now, this is a guy that's that's in his 40s. A couple of days later to be at work, he was asking me where he can get cards from in the UK, what suppliers he needs, can I get him some folders and all that sort of stuff. So it just goes to prove that, that throughout from, from kids up to fully grown adults, we're in basically middle age now. You get some cards issued, people are interested, and you will make a you'll make a killing over it, Panini. So it proves exactly what we were discussing last episode. So no more to say on that. The ball's in your court, Panini. Uh, we know a couple of you listen to this show. 
So how about getting your asses into gear and getting some cards issued for the London games this year? On to a new feature now from your boys at Waxpack Lyrical. This is called Stashed or Trash. We're picking one player from each division that we think you should stash and invest in and one player uh, you should trash before the season starts. This episode, we're going with the AFC. One from the north, south, east and west. Quite simple, boys, even though it takes about two days to work out how we were doing this earlier. (laughs) And we did have it all planned out, and I I did query now before we started recording. We were doing as said, and apparently no, the rules had changed, but but I missed the smoke signals on that one. I didn't do the mind-reading class this week. So I have been cooking fish fingers and also picking out my players for this. So multitasking. I'd make a good wife somewhere. Right then, gentlemen, let's start with the AFC North. Uh, Dan, which player are you stashing and which player are you trashing? I am stashing Baker Mayfield and I'm trashing Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, Ryan, give us your names. Once we've got all the names out, then we'll, we'll discuss them. Yep, sure. I, I am uh, going to be stashing Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns, and I am trashing Jaleel Scott of the Baltimore Ravens. Would that be the Jaleel Scott that Dan invested in last year for our uh, for our game? That would be. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of Dan is real. Right, NFC North... I'm stashing Mason Rudolph and I am trashing Baker Mayfield. There we go. Cat amongst the pigeons time. Right, gentlemen, where do we want to start? Let's start with what we're stashing. Dan. Right. uh, So I'm stashing Baker because what I saw last year for me was enough for for me to consider him to be the real deal. Um, He's got so many weapons there now. Um, they've loaded up with such a team. He needs to do it in the next two years, but I think there's a distinct possibility that them, them Cleveland Browns could be going far. Um, and I think his cards are probably only going to go one way this season. Ryan, your stash. Yep, um, Nick Chubb. Um, I just think that what we saw at the end of last season, I think is the tip of the iceberg here for the boy. Um, I think that if the Cleveland Browns are going to be successful this season, which we expect them to be looking at their roster, um, they're going to have to do it at the back of a running game. And considering what's happened with Duke Johnson over the offseason, I think they're going to rely on Nick Chubb. So I think Nick Chubb's a a, a guy that um, I think uh, we could see his prices uh, increase. Yeah, I'm going with Mason Rudolph, uh, second or even third string. It depends how you look at the, the depth chart of the Steelers. I think he could be the heir apparent to uh, Roethlisberger. I think we, we've got maybe the Grappolo effect coming here. Uh, we, we know Roethlisberger signed signed a new contract, but he's getting on a bit. I think this could be the time to invest because his card prices are going to be close to rock bottom now because he's not going to see much action. But in three, four years' time, if you find out he's he's the one taking the snaps under centre, then the card you bought for $25 in 2019, in 2022, that could be a $250 card. So long-term investment is uh, Mason Rudolph for me. Good stuff. Let's move on to trash. Dan. So um, controversial one here for me. Um, I think that now he's now OBJ has moved to um, the Cleveland Browns. As I said with Baker, I think they've, they've possibly got a chance of winning it in the next two years. Um, and his prices would obviously skyrocket, but because he's on a different team, only his rookie cards are going to skyrocket. So therefore, he's been at the Giants for for that long that we have sort of this sort of middle ground of two or three years of autos that aren't his rookie card. They're in Giants colours. Browns fans don't really want them. Giants fans don't really want them. They, those are the sort of cards I would suggest that if you've if you've got them, I'd get rid now. Whilst the, the price is what it is, I, I can't see I can't see it going up. So I can only see them going further and further down. That, that them years in the middle, particularly. Ryan. Yeah, I had uh, Jaleel Scott. Um, I just because um, we remember uh, last season just how much he was in product. There's just so much product over there, and now he is miles down that depth chart at Baltimore Ravens, and I'm. I'm not the Baltimore Ravens depth chart wide receivers not brilliant either. It, it's 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 pretty sucky. So um, very average. So I, I just get rid of it. But you know, 
<clears throat> I wouldn't say trash it in terms of trade it or sell it. I'd say quite literally just throw it in the trash. It's not going to be worth the po- <laughs> it's not, they're not going to be worth the postage. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm trashing Baker Mayfield. Um, it's a lot of hype and not a lot of production for me at the moment. They won was it seven games last year, and you look at his. He looked okay, but he didn't look. You know, he's not a top eight quarterback in the league by by any shot. Okay, he's got the personality, but skills, I can see a bit of a drop off for them. Everyone, every preseason podcast and and article you seem to read, basically is declaring the the Cleveland Browns as like heir apparent to to win the Super Bowl, and it's like, well, it, it's a big leap from seven wins up to twelve, thirteen wins, and actually, you know, what I mean, being a competitive team. <clears throat> it's about putting it together. To me, his price is a sky high at the moment. They still are last year. But there was just so much product came out with him on there that's still going for incredible prices. You know, things like Cartastic and just run-of-the-mill flawless cars. You know, flawless isn't run-of-the-mill. They're going for astronomical prices. And I think unless they actually do have a Super Bowl run, get to the Super Bowl or even win it, then his car prices have to drop by about 20, 25% this year. So that's why I'm trashing him. Right then. Yeah, let's move on to the AFC South. Let's start with Ryan. Who are you stashing for uh, the South? Yeah, I, uh, I think it was very easy. This Mala Mack uh, of the Indianapolis Colts, and I am trashing Leonard Fournette of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Dan, who are you two? I mean, I'm stashing um, Watson because I think his car prices took a bit of a hit um, over a couple of poor seasons. I'm trashing, sorry, Ryan, but I'm trashing Marcus Mariota. It's all right. He was on my list for the Titans. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, AFC South for me, I'm stashing uh, AJ Brown, which should please Ryan. Hopefully, uh, the wax medical curse doesn't come to fruition on him. And I'm also trashing Leonard Fournette, going with Ryan on that one. Gentlemen, let's discuss Ryan. Away you go, mate. Yeah, Marlon Mack. I think he's flashed in the last two seasons what he's really all about. Um, this Colts team, I, you know, we'll get into it in a few later shows because we do like to talk a little bit of football because it is connected to what we do. Um uh, I see the end of the Colts going far in the playoffs this season. I think off the back of Marlon Max running and Andrew Luck, I just think that um, there's somebody uh, uh, here that has a one-on-one immaculate Marlon Mack, and I think um, you know he's he's, he's going to be sitting pretty on that by the end of the season. Dan. So yeah, Mustache um, Deshaun Watson. I think he's already had obviously after his opening season and prices were ridiculous and everything else. I think he's already had the the dip that. You were talking about Brian with regards to what could happen to Baker, assuming they don't go on a Super Bowl run. So I think now his prices have levelled out a bit. Now is the time to get back involved in that because for me he is he is a talent. Um, and so I would get back involved with Watson and, and hopefully the Texans have a better year. Yeah, my stash AJ Brown uh, Titans comes from a very good receiving call from Old Miss along with the uh, future Hall of Famer DK Metcalf <laughs> yeah no I think he's, he's going to be uh, um, going to be a high impact rookie I think it's going to be four or five guys in the rookie class this year that are going to take off but I'm coming to another one of those a little bit later on so I won't go into that yeah definite and at the moment if you want to buy and invest in rookies to make a bit of profit over the first year or two uh, I think any position other than quarterback, you can pick up cards quite valuable. You want to look at what happened with uh, Alvin Kamara a couple of years ago. Came out, everyone acknowledged he was going to be a good player. You could buy his cards at reasonable prices. And when he took off, once the season started, his card prices were, were going up five, 600%. So that's my stash for that. Uh, trash, me and Ryan both agreed with Leonard Fournette. Uh, lazy, out of shape attitude. Uh, on his way out in Jacksonville. Would you argue with any of that, Ryan? Absolutely not. <laughs> so that's the Leonard Fournette fan club who will be messaging us on Facebook and sending <laughs> voodoo dolls through, through to us. Dan, who are you trashing again? I am trashing Marcus Mariota. Um, short and sweet because he is trash. 
I don't, I, I don't believe the hype. He isn't very good. He, is, he hasn't got many more years left in Tennessee. So um, if he gets another job anywhere, all his Tennessee stuff goes down the swanee anyway. Um, it, yeah, he's just he's he's not the heir apparent. Pretty soon the Tennessee Titans are going to have to be looking for another quarterback. Is this Mariota's fourth year or is this the fifth year option? He's fifth year option. Fifth year option. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's make or break time. Make or break without a doubt. So if he has an average season, then you could always trade him to the Giants for three first-round picks coming into the season. Absolutely. Oh, no, no. No, no. <laughs> but, but it'd be all right because they're going to obviously be drafting number one and they'll be drafting a quarterback. Uh, <laughs> right then, let's move on to the AFC East. I'll jump in with this one. Uh, I'm stashing NQ Harry for the New England Patriots. And I am trashing uh, Buffalo Bills' Josh Allen. Dan? I am stashing Rosen. Um, and I'm trashing Sam Donald. I am stashing Devontae Parker of the Dolphins. And I am trashing Sony Michelle of the New England Patriots. Uh, okay. Right then, stash-wise, NQ Harry uh, drafted uh, late in the first round by the Patriots. Big body receiver. Uh, he's going to get the attention when Brady's still throwing his wounded ducks up that just appear in receivers' hands. I think with the first two seasons, he's one of the impact rookies that's going to flash, and because he plays with Brady, plays with the Patriots, they're going to romp that division uh, by probably the last week of November. They'll be crowned champions with home field advantage as ever. Uh, that he's going to be one to invest in for the first season, two seasons of his career. Gentlemen, your stashes, explain. Go on then. I'll go. I'll go first. <laughs> um, Josh Rosen. Um, obviously, his career didn't um, get off to the start he wanted it to at the Cardinals. I think his move to the Dolphins is a really good move for him. Um, I can see him having the sort of a sort of bounce back, sort of resurgence there. And then you'll see similar things happening with his prices as um, have happened with with the other rookie quarterbacks of of last year. So uh, that's my reasoning behind that one. Ryan. Yeah, I mean, um, Devontae Parker, it was a, he was an elite athlete coming out um, and all the way through college. I think that um, he has the assets needed to be a top wide receiver. I just think that, you know, I think it'd be really interesting to see what he does with Josh Rosen. And the other thing is, is that his prices are just rocket bottom. So if he has a, if he has a decent season, then, then I think his prices will go up and that's why I'd stash him. Excellent. And trashing. Right. Josh Allen. His prices are astronomically high. Yeah, the guy's got a big arm, but he plays for the Buffalo Bills. I don't think I need to say any more than that. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, my trash is probably controversial. Um, I don't don't think he's... Donald has got um, broad enough shoulders to be playing where he is. I also... I don't think he's that particularly that good. I think he's very average. Um, although I support the Giants who've got a very average quarterback and he happened to win his two Super Bowls um, I, I, but I don't think he's got what he needs to, to sort of stand up in that in that New York media and I think that'll grind him down when he's playing bang average and they start getting on his back OK, so I've gone with Sonny Michelle who I, I think again would be very controversial for most of our listeners out there but hear me out Um Sonny Michel has had injury problems. He was beset by injury problems for years in college. His knees are not good. And we saw that he could only really make an effort in the playoffs. And when he was on the on the field, he was, he was a great asset for the New England Patriots. Then his prices absolutely rocketed. And I just think that I think that if you've got a Sonny Michel now, just cash in. Cash in that value now because there's no guarantees he's even going to start the season at the moment. You go, they go and draft Damian Harris. Damian Harris um, is, is a quality prospect and can do the job. There's also a committee really at New England as well. Um, so I just think that because Sony Michelle's prices went so high after the Super Bowl win, um, I just I just think you know just get rid of him, get rid of those cards now because I don't think that he's a, a long termer. I think he, he's got so many injury problems. Exactly couldn't uh, disagree with anything you said there mate so fair enough right let's move on finally to the AFC West Dan stash and trash mate stash Malvin Gordon trash Patrick Mahomes 
Well, that is controversial. <laughs> Ryan, who, who are your two names before? <laughs> okay. Explain to yourself. Okay. Uh, I, am, <clears throat> I am stashing Antonio Brown, and I am trashing Philip Lindsay. Uh, okay. I am stashing uh, Josh Jacobs, and I am trashing Derek Carr. Right then, let's move on to uh, Dan, Patrick Mahomes. Why? <laughs> yeah, shall I start with me trash? Or, um, similar reason that you trashed Baker Mayfield. Not in that he doesn't have the skill because he is very, very good. However, whilst Baker Mayfield's prices have, re- have reached like ludicrous levels, Patrick Mahomes have reached like astronomical, like Brady-esque levels. And... Yes, he's very good, but unless he wins six Super Bowls, their only their prices are only going to go one way. So, and similar to others, sell him while you've got him now. Sell him while you can sell him for the money you've got because he isn't going to win six Super Bowls. It'll probably never be done again. Um, or somebody will do an ask about me on the arse, but um, the, the, the chances of that happening are so slim that his prices are only ever going one way. So, I, I would cash in personally. Right. <laughs> You want me to comment on that? Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not quite sure what to say. I think we should just let our listeners comment on that. You know, get on our Facebook page, get on our Twitter, because um, I, I just think that's crazy, crazy talk. <laughs> I can see where Dan's coming from, and I don't know. Do I agree? In certain aspects, I do, but I can't see his prices dropping because. Uh, Mahomes is being anointed as the as the the cross between Marino, Montana, and God, basically in the football world. So, yeah, his prices are astronomically high, and you can't pick up uh, a Mahomes autograph. You look on Cardtastic, and it's just run of the mill, non numbered cards being being razzed for like two hundred and fifty dollars a time. So, if you manage to pick a couple up during his rookie season when he wasn't. Uh, starting and it was just still a reasonably priced car that then you're quids in is it the time to sell them now yeah possibly it is because I, I think they have reached a peak and it's not like your today's news is tomorrow's chip paper but there's there is always a new breed that comes in and the rookie cards are king in this business uh but i still think he's going to be worth a lot and so i'd probably still be holding on to mine just in case so, right, Ryan, who did you uh, stash for the AFC West? Yeah, I, I, I stashed Antonio Brown. Um, I just think that he is, for me, he is one of the most outstanding wide receivers we've seen um, in recent years. Um, and, and you know, there, there is a group of them. Let's get let's get it right. Um, you know, with OBJ and um, and that. But um, I think if he can turn it on at Raiders and there's autographs in Raiders uniforms, I can really see those prices just being absolutely astronomically big. And that's what, that's what I would be stashing. So I'd be stashing some rookie cards um, and, 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 and looking out for those, those Raiders cards as well. But if he turns it on in, 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 uh, in Oakland, um, yeah, I could see his price is really going up again. Okay. Dan, who was your stash? We've we've covered your trash. Me, me stash is Melvin Gordon. Um, I fancy I'm quite high on the Chargers this year. Um, similar to what I've just said about Mahomes, um, I, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be kings in this division this season. Not so much because of Mahomes, but other stuff they've lost, the losing Hunt, the, the controversy that's going around about Tyree Kill. We don't know how many games he's going to be banned for. Um, or or maybe we do. Um, I might have missed that in the news, but you, you know everything that's it feels like Mahomes was was good as part of a part of a one like quadruple threat. If you like, you've got Hunt, Mahomes, um, Kelsey, and and Hill, and and you're taking away a lot of the constant like parts of that. Um, so I just don't see them being as good, and I think the Chargers will will take that take that top spot, um, and Melvin Gordon's. Um, Running is gonna is gonna help him achieve that. So I think he'll have a really good up year. Um, he isn't really well respected in the hobby, similar to what Ryan was saying about Devante Parker. His prices aren't astronomical to begin with, but I think if he if he takes him on a really good year, good playoff run, then uh, that should change. 
Is this the same Melvin Gordon that's currently holding out and not reporting to training camp? <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, he'll get that'll get sorted. I'll get sorted. I've got him. He was my he was my trash for the that's LA Chargers. Paperwork. Don't worry about. Don't worry about. We're, we're, We'll bring up his hold up, his holdout four weeks into the season, and ask Dan how his investments going. Yeah, so. yeah definitely. <laughs> Listen, he's not he's not on a levy on level, is he, to hold up for the season? No, well, you never know. No, well, he can't. Know. He can't. He's never bloody fit. So, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> you know. Right, my, my trash and stash both came from the Oakland Raiders. My uh, trash is Derek Carr. Throughout the off-season, before the draft, there was a lot of chatter about the Raiders drafting a quarterback because Carr was not seen as an elite quarterback, not the person to lead them forward. Um, by all accounts, he had come very close to being moved on just before the draft. And because Carr is not an elite quarterback, I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a great season at running back because they're going to rely on him a lot more. Uh, another rookie, but Alabama running back, uh, 24th pick overall, I think he was. I think he's going to have a really, really good season. And it's going to show uh, the Raiders are going to improve. They're not going to improve as much as a lot of people say they're going to. But I think he's going to be a big name for them for the next three or four years. I think that's probably the lifespan of a running back these days in the NFL. Uh, but Derek Carr, just don't see it. I've never seen it. Uh, a lot of the Raiders players don't see it. And let's all remember he was crying his eyes out on the turf at Wembley when the Seahawks smashed him around last year so he's not my sort of player and so he is my trash right next episode we will be moving on to the NFC if you agree or disagree with our with our picks uh, as Ryan said get in touch on our Facebook page our Twitter or uh, even on we haven't got Instagram yet but we might get that up and running when, when the national comes up uh, if you disagree with Dan for his uh, opinion on Patrick Mahomes do get in touch with us me and Ryan will both sell his, his address and his phone number for small small beans so that's all good <laughs> you can go around to the Stoke-on-Trent area with your burning torches and pitchforks and, and remind Dan that Patrick Mahomes is in fact the Messiah <laughs> right then we've got a few reviews to bring up uh, before we finish we're not going to finish just yet but anyway right Right, first product we're going to review, uh, came out a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, is Donruss Elite. What are the details on this one, Dan? So, released on the 26th of June this year. Um, Hobby Box is currently running at $135. In your box, you're expecting five cards per pack, 20 packs per box, and 12 boxes per case. You're looking for two autographs, one relic, eight inserts, six parallels, and three rookies. What do we think of this one, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we go back and we do talk quite a lot on the show about price point. Um, and I think Don Russell is a, you know, for $135, um, a box isn't too bad of a price point for what you get. I think that we love, and we, we love chasing pen pals so, <laughs> on this show. So <laughs> it's probably one of those chases for us. So, you know, we do love the pen pal series. Um uh, there are a few bits in here I wasn't you know massively excited about but um but uh, but I do like some of the parallels uh, I think the base parallels the die cuts aspirations that I've seen them being pulled and they look really really nice um I think it's an okay product I've got not too many knocks on it you know it is stickery and all that stuff but um for the price boy it, it's okay it's fine it's a it's a good product and we do love the pen pal so um all aboard the uh, uh Domus elite yeah, I'd echo that. I think it's a, it's a good price point. You do get some value for money out of that. And pen pals are are, are the early season chase because this is the first product with players in their in their new NFL uniforms. Uh, I did like the first off the line product this year. Um, last year, I believe the first off the line uh, extra special edition that you were paying fifty dollars for was you were getting a uh, either a green ink or a separate gold ink pen pal. This year, the first off the line one, you're getting one per box of the black one with the gold, black pen pal with with the gold writing. Those are really mm. smart. Yeah, nice. I think single player ones are numbered to 25 or less, and the dual player ones are numbered to 21 and less. 
Uh, I've been following the, the movement on the, the DK Metcalf and the, the DK Metcalf Gary Jennings ones for, for the Seahawks. And they're going for about $65, $70 a pop at the moment. Mm. So I'm hoping I might be able to uh, find a couple of those at the National, save me uh, using eBay. But no, I do like the product. Dan, what do you think of uh, Elite? I can only really echo what you guys have said. Um, it's, a, it's a good price point. You're getting an on-card auto, which is a, a rarity um, these days, and it's a, especially a rarity at, at, at this mm. price point. Mm. Um, they haven't done too much to it. It's elite, um, the same as it, the same as it was last year, really. But the things they have done to it are, are, are quite good. I'm quite a fan of the, the spellbound. Um, insert, um, and they've made that a lot better this year. In that you can actually read the letters because they're not they're not like cramped in, so you you, you don't know whether you're looking at an M or an E or God knows what letter it is on the card. So the, the changes they've made, I think, are, are good, especially aesthetically. Um, so yeah, quite happy, quite happy with this product, and I'd, I'd go along with pretty much everything you guys have said. Good stuff. So we all approve of Don Russellite. Second one we're going to touch on quickly is Prestige. Dan, what can you tell us about that one? Right, I'll run through this as uh, as quickly as possible for you guys. So, uh, Panini Prestige came out. It's a retail-only product released on the 28th of June, but that may um, be different depending on your retail locations as to when they stock it. Um, and the price varies uh, by box type. Um, so, we've got four different box configurations or pack configurations. We've got a uh, mega box where you're getting four cards per pack, ten packs per box. Blaster is eight cards per pack, eight packs per box. Hanger box is 60 cards per pack and a fat pack, which is 30 cards per pack. In the mega box, you're looking for two autographs. Blaster box, one autograph or relic, eight rookies, five inserts and three parallels. Um, A hanger box, you're looking for five rookies, four inserts and five parallels. And they do contain auto or mem cards, um, one every other box. Is, is the expected rate there. And then fat packs, you're just getting four rookies, two parallels, and four inserts. Okay, but it's, it's an entry-level product really aimed at, at the younger market, I suppose, and people with, with very limited budgets. Would anyone disagree with that? No. No, I'd agree 100%. And it hasn't really, it hasn't really changed either. <laughs> if you've seen, if you've seen um, Prestige, it's exactly the same. The base doesn't even look like it's had a facelift or anything. Um, but no. it's a mega box where you're getting two autographs in. It's forty dollars, which really isn't a bad price point for a product you're getting two autographs in. Exactly, entry level aimed at the younger market. Right then, uh, let's go on to the third of the four, Leaf Valiant. What can you tell us then? Um, so this one released on the eighth of July. Um, it's ninety three dollars for a hobby box. This one, um, your configuration, you're getting four cards per box, twelve boxes per case. Um, and in each box, you're looking for one graded autograph and three additional autographs. What do you think of Leaf Valiant, Ryan? You a fan? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Valiant. I have to, I have to admit, I think that my big, uh, I think my big love in this one is the black um, limited uh, autographs. I love those. And again, going with the purples, do like those too. Um, haven't managed to pick one up yet. Um, obviously. Chase Winijic and uh, and AJ Brown are, are sort of what I'm looking for this season. So I haven't picked one up yet, but I really do like the Blacks um, uh, variants. Um, super short prints. Um, and uh, a lot of them I've seen as the graded card as well. So happy days. Uh, but I do like Valiant. Dan, you a fan? I am. I, am. I think this is a product that does graded cards right. In that, you know, we see in case come out and um, we've knocked them in the past for the, the sort of standard of the card that is encased in there getting such an appalling grade. You tend not to see anything less than a, than a 9.5 come out of, uh, of Leaf Valiant. So if you're including a graded card, do it do it right like, like Leaf are doing. Um, yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it as a product. It's, it, it's one, you only get four cards, but you're getting your four autos, which you, which you chase. It, it cuts away all the sort of all the sort of faff of all the, the multiple inserts and um, all the base cards, and just uh, gets you to the goods. Yeah, I'd probably echo what you guys said as well. Uh, love the graded card in there, and the, the the parallels are really nice. And there's some some decent players in there as well. There's some DK Metcalf that I need to to finally hunt down when uh, when my chase begins again in about ten days' time. Uh, good product, and I think you get a decent value for money for what you get inside the box. Now, 
talking value for money what you get inside the box that might change with our final product dan what can you tell us about gold standard right pretty gold standard it released uh, on the 10th of july this year um product configuration seven cards per pack one pack per box 12 boxes per case um five autographs or relics in there and two base or parallels and is changing hands at an eye-watering $185 at the moment, which I'm sure will uh, draw a couple of guys' attention. <laughs> right then, <clears throat> where do we start on this one? Okay, let, let, let me dip my toe into the angry walks first off. Now, we, we said last year this product was a bit... It didn't look like a, a premium product. It looked like a cross between XR and Unparalleled. Just on gold stock with the, <clears throat> excuse me, with the stickers put on, they looked a little bit cheap, a little bit nasty. Uh, this year, the, the price seems to have gone up by about fifty or 60, I think about one hundred and twenty dollars a box last year mm. when it came out. Yeah. This year, it's come out one hundred and eighty dollars, and the products has it improved? Uh, uh, to my to my eyes, I, I don't think so. And they've got their special gold standard gold autographs which is all well and good, but when you're putting out cards and everyone's putting them online and saying you can't actually see the autographs because they've got gold ink on a gold card. It's just badly thought out and ex- extremely overpriced. There's a couple of nice patches in there that I've seen, but I can't see how anyone's going to get any value out of buying a box for $180. You might get a couple of singles that you think will go in your PC, but that price point to me is just ridiculous. Uh, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I'm... Um- you know, uh, long, long-term listeners know that we've reviewed this product before and, and, and we've said the stuff around about this, you know, a poor relation to black and gold. Um, <clears throat> most people know that I'm not a massive fan of black and gold myself personally, so that didn't transfer very well into in, in, into gold standard. Um, I think there are some things in here that just kind of, the elements that are just sort of like kind of stolen, I suppose. Like there's, there's absolute elements in there, particularly with the... Um, I can't remember what they're called, but the, the four windowed um, uh, 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 prime patches and bits of ball and all that stuff. Um, I think some of the autographs just look really, really bad. Um, the stickers look bad. Um, they're not even straight most of the time. So the product's put together not very well. Um, the only thing that I do like is the base. <laughs> Um, I quite I wouldn't mind chasing the parallels because I quite like the pap the parallel versions of the base card so um, that get you know that's cool um, but I think the price point here is boys is just ridiculous um, I mean I haven't looked at it maybe in that much depth like I because I, I know, I'm not a big fan of it um, I don't know if is there a Tom Brady in there or something is that why the price is price is so high because you know, we talked about it last year about the prices have gone up because Tom Brady, had, you know, they'd got a load of stickers off him. So, but um, you know, I, I just, yeah, you can't get past this. This this is this price point for this product is awful, really, really bad. And we all know that it's going to be those end of season cases after cases after cases, multi break fodder. Um, we know that the price will come down. Um, so if you're looking to buy a box, I'd wait personally and and until near the end of the season when it will be on half price dan what do you think um i've never really liked it because i was a fan of black gold and it was trying to be like ryan said just it's trying to be black gold's little brother or something um sort of halfway there but but not quite there and then never really never really carried it off never really managed it um so what you said about the gold autographs um, Brian, they look absolutely ridiculous in this product, and yet in black gold, they were so nice because of the striking black background. Um, they, they look so cool, and it, it's like they've tried to carry parts of it over and just haven't, like I say, they haven't thought it through at all. And the the price point is eye watering. Um, I don't particularly buy many boxes of cards anyway, um, but. Yeah, there's not a chance in hell I'd, I'd buy a box of this. Um, like you said, you pick them up as singles for your PC, pick up the bits you want, let let, let the breakers break them and let it feed out into into the mainstream on eBay and just pick them up as singles. I wouldn't be touching a, a box of these at that, that price point. It's unreal. <laughs> Certainly is, but as Ryan said, come the come the end of the season when they're they're doing these uh, these 
bumper losers and whatever mega breaks with 200 boxes and there's 16 boxes of gold standard in there you know that that's <laughs> that's being churned out by the distributors mm-hmm. come the end of the season so right that's the review section done uh, there's three products that are releasing in the next uh, couple of weeks we'll just touch on them uh, first one is Elements Ryan what do you think of this year's Elements I love this product I think it's probably one of the best products you're going to go out there and buy this year <laughs> okay and can we have the real Ryan back please yeah I, I'm going to save myself for when we actually really go for it <laughs> Because I can't cheat anybody. Everybody knows that I think that this is dog turd. So um, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll save myself for when we actually did review it properly. Okay, I'll jump in a second. I've, I've seen the uh, the preview cards that just mock-ups. And the preview cards actually don't look too bad compared to last year's filth. What was the stuff they had last year that was the leftover Lux stuff they had that they put oh, on? Yeah, it was what the Borders. The Borders. Radioactive. Radioactive. Radioactive ones, yeah, that that were just absolutely blank. They weighed an absolute ton. Didn't fit into any top loaders at all. And it was just... Some of the patches actually don't look too bad on this. Uh, Some of the metal cards. The saving grace last year of this product, which was the metal cards with the the on-card autograph, they actually looked quite smart if you pick those up in singles. Now, I'll pick up some singles of that, but I won't be be going in for anything else in there and again with this product last year the saving grace i said was the metal cards but a lot of times the metal cards were coming out scratch because they weren't put in sleeves half the time Mm. and so you can't have two metal cards running up against each other being transported around they come out scratched and it completely devalues your card but anyway dan what do you think of uh elements having seen the, the little preview um i'd 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 agree with you i think that from from last year out they carry forward the 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 metal card, um, because that was the only card that was nice in the product. The radioactive was vile. I don't understand the. Um, what I'm going to say is is a glorified sticker that that sending out loads of little pieces of metal, which I still think they did. They say they didn't, but I bet they did. Send out loads of little pieces of metal to players to sign for them to then put in a card. It's just a, like a glorified iBark sticker from um, Immaculate. Um, I'm not a fan of them. Not a fan of the radioactive. Yeah, it's not for me. Right, two more products just to gently touch on. Uh, let's go with Leaf Trinity. Dan, what do you think of that? Uh, Leaf Trinity is great every year, just um, purely because you get the inscription on an auto and I know you don't always get the inscription cards or whatever but some of the inscription cards are brilliant and it, it's nice to see a player going sort of the extra step putting a little bit of effort into into signing them cards which is what Leaf Trinity tends to tends to bring out in the players um, and it, it's really nice one of the only products you'll get that in all year um, so I'm, I'm always a massive fan of Leaf Trinity Yeah I echo what, what Dan says I do like Leaf Trinity like the inscriptions uh, it doesn't seem to change from one year to the next, but then it doesn't. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Ryan, anything you've seen this year's Leaf Trinity that's uh, different to previous? No, I don't think so. I think they've got they've still got the, the, the clear um, parallels, the purple, yellow, green. They look really, you know, if you like your Leaf Flash, you're going to love these. Uh, everything else is pretty much the same. So, um, yeah, I always look, for, look forward to this product. Excellent. One more product release in the next couple of weeks. That is Certified. Uh, the, the, I believe there's also a certified first off the line. So, do we know what's going to be in, in the first off the line certified, Dan? No idea, mate. No idea. I don't know what's going to be in general certified. I'm not a fan. So, I've... <laughs> it's, not something, it's not something I've looked for. The release date, if you want that. <laughs> <laughs> I completely threw you under the bus thing because I knew you didn't know. So. <laughs> Uh, certified is certified. It's it's um, it's an early season set builder, really, in my eyes. Decent price point, unless they've uh, unless they pulled a gold standard and whacked fifty percent on the on the price this year. But time will tell. When is it releasing, Dan? Released on the twenty fourth of July. Twenty fourth, so that that'll be the hot property at the national in a couple of weeks' time. Ryan, yeah. are you a fan of certified? No. No, it's it, it's it's total total mass break fodder, you know. Just skip through it and 
yeah, we get a couple of autographs and whoop de woo. No, I, 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 I'm not a big fan of certified at all. Excellent. So it makes the next episode's uh, review should be quite interesting. We all sound like <laughs> the two blokes from the Muppets. Well, well to be fair, it did it did top our list of the product that we would you could ditch. If people remember that episode where we talked about too much product in the market, we all said that there was product we could ditch, and most of us collected certified. I think certified and XR came up top yeah. of the uh, the list, didn't they? So fair enough. Right, let's move on to uh, just a little final section now. We'll just discuss what's what's coming up in the hobby world over the next few weeks. As everyone is aware, unless you've been living under a rock somewhere in Azerbaijan, uh, the National is at the end of this month. I'm lucky enough to be, to be going. Uh, I've been working extremely hard this month, put more hours over time in than, than I've ever done before. Uh, probably doesn't help that the, that the pound against the dollar is extremely low at the moment. Uh, it's probably been a, is it a 17 month flow? So the exchange rate is, is abysmal. Uh, it's probably going to go down even more once the, the new prime minister is, is announced next week. Uh, if Boris Johnson, if you are listening to the show, I'm sure you're probably the better things to do. If you could just come out on Tuesday next week and say that you're going to have a second referendum, that would possibly put uh, push the pound up to about 140 in about three days. Once I've bought my dollars, you can then come out and say you're only joking. It can crash again. But once I've got my deal, that's all that matters. OK. I'm going to the National. Gentlemen. What would you like me to look out for for you at the National when I'm there? Two things for me. Um, Odell Beckham, Mark Evans, Spectra, one of one. NFL Shield, um, Rookie Combos, it's called. That, for sure. And there's a um, Michael Strahan, blue number to 10, parallel. It's just a base parallel or an insert parallel it's called etched in time i am um, i can't find one i'm full of no money either so that's they're the they're the two cards that i'm after what sets that from uh oh now you're asking um i think it might be elite i think it might be dominus elite but if the year okay. 2016 2016 is the year for sure excellent stuff i'll double Ryan, check what would you like me to what yeah. would you like me to dig through the boxes for? Yeah, I'm still searching for a Kerry Collins in Titans uniform um, autograph. Um, so definitely on the lookout for that. You know me that I do uh, I do like a, a, a graded card, uh, particularly rookie cards. So Steve McNair and Eddie George. Um, and you got me quite a few Steve McNairs in the past. So, um, so uh, but, but Eddie George would be nice. Um, and I, I, you know, I just think have fun, dude. And I, I definitely think that um, for the podcast, you know, we're really looking forward to, you know, for you to help us hooking us up in the industry and swanning around in your media pass, potentially going to the Panini <laughs> VIP uh, uh, party. Well, the chance of getting in there, they advertised and they took it two days ago. There was <laughs> the super VIP ticket for the the, the party, which was thirty one thousand dollars. But someone on the blowout forums reckoned that you got about thirty nine thousand dollars worth of product. Yeah, uh, uh, which is which is all well and good. However, uh, I'd set my budget for the VIP party at thirty thousand dollars. I wasn't going really above it, so I've just had to miss out on on this occasion. <laughs> I was sure. just I was just going to come back to you and say that it is thirty thousand dollars, but it does tend to be money's worth. And no, you don't have to carry. Money. You don't. You don't have to carry the product home either. They do ship it to you. So mm. when you're getting case after case after case of product, they ship it to your door rather than expect you to put it in your boot. Very yeah, good yeah, I believe that. I believe most of the product is being shipped this week. So before the, before the national, yeah. I think they give you two hundred gold packs, which a lot you can buy at the show after they've been given out for ten bucks a time, and about five hundred of the silver packs, which retail for anywhere between five and seven bucks a time. So you, you can easily make money from it. I believe they have a few uh, giveaways and raffles at the Panini booths and such like that where you, you can try and win a ticket to get to the, to the VIP party. I'll, I'll be trying that. Uh, I'm not going to schmooze my way and try and get into anything because <laughs> that's not my style. Uh, well, I'm going to take some, some, some blackmail stuff, blackmail stuff, some bribery stuff over with me uh, just to give to some of our, our, our friends that we, we've met in the hobby and stuff, take a few British bits and pieces over there. Uh, take a signed photograph of Dan, give to them all. 
So if that will carry, <laughs> carry that would be mu- much appreciated, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we'll just get a few interviews. I'm going to blog from now. I am taking my laptop over with me. Uh, I'm going to make a few videos when I'm out there, and no, Dan, they're not ones from my Tinder dates so I might be having out there. Those are videos will not be going on the Facebook page. As long as it's got, as as got my WhatsApp group, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All 13 seconds, including the cigarette afterwards. Job <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's three of us going for, from the UK. There might be a couple more. I know there's a few guys from the, from the German group going. I know we've got some US listeners, as we said previously, Ben from Midwest Box Breaks. He's going to be out there. Hopefully meet up with Ben and... Uh, have a beer or two with him. I know the guys from Mojo are going to be there. I'm going to bother them and see if I can bring back some of their T-shirts, which look quite nice this year. Uh, so we'll have to get our sizes sorted because I'm sure they'd like some publicity from the UK's only podcast show for sports cards, which is us. <laughs> right then. Uh, last season, you'll all remember that we ran our own little private competition where we had some some pen pals invested in them. We're going to run that again this year. Ryan, have you got any further details on that? Yeah, definitely. So pen pals is now, uh, sorry, uh, Elite's now out, uh, and we are going to be chasing pen pals. Um, we encourage you to join with us. Um, I've uh, got a Google Sheet just uh, ready to go, so I'll be putting the details out on our page if you've not... Um, if you've not liked our page, go and like it. Search for us, uh, Wax Pack Lyrical, uh, on Facebook. And I'll put the details up. I'll probably put the details up in the NFL UK Card Traders group as well. But in effect, you can join in. Um, <clears throat> just tell us who, you, um, who you've bought. Um, screenshot what you, the price you bought it for. Or if you pulled it in a break, please screenshot the price of the break. And it's very, very simple. What we'll do is about three weeks before the Super Bowl, we'll take... Um, uh, average of three prices at the time from watch count and the winner will be the person that basically has the biggest difference has made the most money over that time um, they'll win any card that they want out of the block that we have and everything else we will put up for draw for charity that's the Wax Pack Lyrical 2020 <clears throat> draft in Las Vegas charity not a registered charity yet <laughs> We're still working on it. We have a picture of Dan and his kids sitting outside Audi and Stoke with a, with a begging bowl. That's going to be out on the posters. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we can, we can make our way there and have the AGM finally where it should be in Hooters in Las Vegas. Cabin. Right then, gentlemen. We've gabbled on for about an hour and 10, hour and 15 minutes. Depends how Ryan's editing goes with this. Hope everyone has enjoyed the episode. Um, if you see us, at the National, on the tour one in the Mariners baseball shirt with the English accent, with the media pass. Uh, come and say hello. And I'm always willing to buy someone a beer or a soft drink of their choice and discuss, let's shoot the shit boys and talk about some cards. Right, any final words before we, we finish? Um, just, I'm going to be in the States as well at the same time as Brian. Unfortunately, I'm not attending the National. Um, but if we have any listeners down in Florida, it's a possibility. Get in touch. Um, we're trying to cup. I'm going to try and do something similar to uh, similar to what Brian's doing, and, and trying to hook us up some interviews um, with card shops and, and such like that. I'm going to be I'm going to be visiting and dragging the kids around to probably leave them on the car box outside in the car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I spent hours in the card shop. Probably probably shouldn't advertise that on a on no, a podcast. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. They don't know what card shops. Social services are listening. <laughs> They'll have the wife there as well. <laughs> oh, she's the coming. That's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll have some we'll have some good interviews and stuff. And just to get it in now. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Ryan, anything from you, mate? No, nah, I'm going to be sat here. Uh, no, I'm going to be in Cornwall. Um, being envious of you being at the National in Chicago. Um, but uh, but hope everybody um, from the group, from the NFL UK Card Traders group, enjoys it. Um, um, but happy collecting. That's it. Right, gentlemen. Until next time, it's been a pleasure. Remember, folks, don't do child neglect. Always crack a window for your kids if you leave them in the car for more than half an hour. Until next time, happy betting, gents.